Welcome to Journey on My Mind, a podcast produced by Journey Church. Our mission is to provide practical guidance for navigating the complexities of modern life by combining psychological principles with biblical counseling. Join us on this path where we explore the meaning point of science and faith and offer insights to help you on your journey. Welcome to another Journey on My Mind. This is Kevin, and today we have two of our gentlemen with us, Sam Barnhart, care pastor here at Journey Church, and Dave Verhagen, psychologist from Southeast Psych. And uh, we are going to try and answer some questions that we've received, and we have received a couple on our, um, uh, what is it, Spotify account and also on anchor so we're thankful for those questions and please keep asking them it helps us to be able to shape this in a way that's helpful for you um but today um we were just having a great conversation about doctors and <laughs> and uh, their role in our lives and for sam barnhart a doctor oh, no. is someone to mess with for well some you can reason. just have you, they gotta have fun too doctors you, need to have fun right during their day and yes, they need to laugh yes, and, yes yeah and so sam just was at the dermatologist and got yeah. part of his face cut off that's right yeah and and both of us have very um distinguished noses we yes have, we have noses yes. that um, we are not made for uh, Rome, Roman noses. We have yeah, Roman noses. We're, we're made for podcasts, not for <laughs> that's, TV. That's right. Um, and there has been this subtle conversation amongst us of maybe putting this on YouTube. And uh, is that a good idea? I don't know, I don't know man. Uh, Dave would look <laughs> great. Yeah, he'd, he'd do. Yeah, <laughs> you he'd and be I are salvation. You and I, I are like, yeah, yeah we're, Whoa, we're trouble. What's with the solar eclipse there? Oh, that's just <laughs> Kevin and uh, Sam's noses in the way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Dave's over there going, "Yep, I don't know what to no, say." Well, I was just—I've never thought once about your nose. So I, I, I don't know what that means, good or bad. Yeah, I, you notice he said, "I've never thought once about your nose." <laughs> Mine, had well, nothing. Yours, I have because you've—you've you've called I attention. To it. I have. That is true. I—I I tend to do that. I am very visually inattentive a lot of times. <laughs> so, it means nothing. I when we when our kids were little, yeah. uh, one of our kids would say, "Mom, I like your new earrings." And I'd look up and oh, go, no. yes, me too. <laughs> oh, those are beautiful. <laughs> would have never noticed. Oh, I, I have just, the same. I'm not, I just Mm-mm. don't pay attention to stuff like that. I, so. I'm not a dig. I don't see things in detail. I don't see visually me detail. Either, yeah. Sam does, I, It's though. funny. I actually, I do. do. And that surprises people because in a lot of ways, I don't. Right. I, details are not as. Well, it's interesting because you're in, in your professional yeah. life, you're more kind of bigger theme right yep, that's right and, yeah and you in your professional life you're in the details oh yeah all the time and you don't see the details visually i don't that's i see it i see which, it in psychologically people, this which is I fascinating do, to me. which i do need to apologize to my wife periodically oh like i you know she gets her hair cut inch cut off her hair and i'm like oh, dang it you blew it i missed it again you, it. you know <laughs> same, same for me new yeah, shoes got new shoes well i'm that way with okay. i'm that way with people but not like in, I mean, I'm like, I notice things about people, like when he it does. changes or like yep. if they get their hair cut or things like that. But when it comes to other things, I can totally miss it yeah. easily. Yeah. You know? But so. you visually though, yeah, you catch detail. Yeah. I don't. Things get changed in the office and I don't, <laughs> people move furniture, they do stuff. I'm like, this is just totally missed on me. I still think it's <clears> fascinating <throat> that you miss detail visually 
and you're all about detail in your life, in yeah. your professional life, yeah. and yeah. you drill into detail, and you're, you're <laughs> not the detail guy. No, not at all. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. What does that say about us? I don't know. Okay. That's well, I, you have a I, new. I know. I'm going to go research it and, <laughs> and come back with a. We're going to have a whole podcast. This will be his dissertation. <laughs> yes, we yeah. do. We do. I have. I have a suggestion, by the way, that has nothing to do with your nose. Oh, great. You're right. Unless you're, unless you want to talk more about your nose. <laughs> nope. I'm good. Can, nope. That's I enough. live with mine. We're good. I see it all the We're time. good. This, I have not even floated this to you. <laughs> oh, no. Here we, go. Here we go. It's not outrageous. <laughs> okay. It's actually good. I think we need a theme song. We oh. have all these musicians here. Oh, yeah. Including all these like excellent and professional musicians. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we need a theme song. Yeah, we were toying with Georgia on my mind. Well, yeah. But no, we need one like that was specific. That we wrote for, right. for We us. need to have like a contest or something. Yeah, okay. There you go. Don't Do you we, think? That'd be fun, actually. I think we need to have a fun or cool theme song yeah that's like a little 20 second dealie a little jingle I All do, right. a jingle yeah what do you think i like it i, I think it's a great idea <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah i mean this. we're sitting here on a gold mine <laughs> yeah, of musical yes. talent <laughs> yes we are and we're I, like, <clears throat> we have no, no jingle what would we no do jingle. yeah we should probably have a jingle for journey now all too. of them yeah <laughs> we have a, there's a few of them might not be a bad idea that'd be fun yeah yeah there you go there's a detail i haven't even thought about no right like no, you, that one yeah totally missed by me but <laughs> yeah that'd be fun but you know, yeah because like, most most podcasts i listen to has a little jingle on the front end yeah like uh conan has a jingle mm-hmm. jack white wrote it did he really yeah that's awesome uh what a uh, holy post has a yep. has a yeah, jingle he, that yeah. Phil Vischer wrote. He sings. He sings. Yeah, which is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil. It, it's awful and not awful. Yeah, all at the same it's, time. You know, I it's love amazing. It. It's the awful. throwback to Veggie Tales. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, oh, but, silly songs with Larry. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, right. But yeah, I think you know we are we are in the yeah. the hotbed of music here yes. right and a lot of musicians go to this church yeah we are missing out we are. and we are we are cheating them yes. True. of opportunity yeah yes. that's and right still Lord under blessing, have mercy. <laughs> we need we need to definitely yeah so we have to figure out for some reward besides um girl scout cookies i mean that. those are I, yeah i think people, like a great reward if it, i were a musician worked. i would i would write 50 jingles for girl scout cookies would yeah. you yes. 50 well or 5 Okay, <laughs> but uh, it would be a an ample reward, is my point. Okay, I'm well, trying to diminish. We stole yours last time, so do you have any left? Or no, nothing. You, well, got nothing. It's got to be time. They got to be selling them soon at Kroger and stuff. No doubt. I bet we can. I bet we can round some more up. <laughs> Can't be that hard <laughs> no, to find. No, just wait a month and they'll be yep. back at Walmart. Yep. All right. Well, if you're an, a musician, dear listener, yeah. Um, let us know if you've got a jingle for right. us. Yeah. And then you get a credit at the end of the show. And right. It's like a, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, a thing. It's a thing. It can be big yeah. time for you artists. Edwin, what do you think? <laughs> so so this is a shout out to Edwin. Edwin, you know, play a drum or two and see if you can come there up with go. a jingle. No, we want solid. I mean, oh. Edwin's a solid drummer. Oh, for yes. sure. Yeah. I wondered like, where you were going with that, Dave. No, the, I was going to say. I don't want to be like just the little drum. okay. So it's not like, I want the drum and the deal. I want the whole. You want the whole spadiggle. Yeah, I want lyrics, the whole bit. Got it. I'm okay. like, I'm Got it. greedy. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Well, it? let's transition this thing. We got a, we <laughs> got a, a question from somebody in Bisbane, Australia. Nice. Australia, not Austria, Australia. Okay. Um, it, it And the question goes like this, a question on the effects of long-term, long-term emotional abuse of belittlement, disregard, and not being heard. And the, 
and the journey to overcome this form of abuse, how this is viewed in the mental health sphere. And do you see that? I, I think it'd be worthwhile to define abuse in that conversation as mm -hmm. well. So that there, I, I know that there are some things that happen to us that we might categorize as abuse that might not be, and, and mm -hmm. that we don't categorize as abuse, but that might actually be. is. Yeah. So if, if maybe we want to start there, maybe you want to, but I may have put words in your mouth, Dave. So how mm -hmm. would you like to attack this one? Yeah. Well, I, the way I'd start with uh, the idea of abuse is obviously there are different kinds of abuse. Mm -hmm. So we've got emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse. We would, in the church, talk about spiritual, spiritual abuse, abuse yep. which is mm -hmm. probably, I don't know if it's synonymous with emotional abuse, but it's, it's, it's in the same they, genre. It's yeah, in the yeah. same dance, ballpark. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly dance. Yeah. So, um, and that's, that's good. And we have, um, we have research about all of those things. Okay. And we know about the impact of those. As far as defining it, it would be, um, usually thought of as something that's an intentional act that inflicts harm on someone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we've got two concepts that we need to talk about probably up front. One is intent and the other is meaning. Okay. Okay. And so intent um, is with, with abuse usually, usually has to be present, but not always. So uh, let's not talk about abuse for a second. Let's just talk about, Let's say you're driving down the road and somebody runs through a red light and T-bones you and completely, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. that person may have had no intent, right. but it still had every bit of impact right. yes. on, on you and affected you. Oh, that's um, a, actually mm -hmm. a really good example. Right. Yeah. So yep. there's no intent there, but right. the, the harm is still the same. Mm -hmm. yep. So sometimes the intent is irrelevant Yes. in, in terms of what's happened. A well-meaning parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and sometimes intent doesn't necessarily mean that someone had this sort of well thought through yeah. plan, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it's End game, like right. a, like a, a parent might physically abuse a kid, but it's, it's reactive, reactive to mm -hmm. being frustrated and overwhelmed and mm -hmm. they cope very poorly, yeah. but yeah. it's still, there's yeah. intent there. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. Or alcohol induced. Or, right. All yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes intent is not really the most important part of this. Okay. In mm -hmm. fact, I'd say most of the time it's less important than the second piece that I'm going to talk about, which is meaning. Okay. So here's, and I'm going to step in some doo doo. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but with a lot of caveats. I got my I got boots a, on. I got my boots on. I got a scraper by the door. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. All right. We're good. So <laughs> what we know is that the impact of abuse, emotional, physical, spiritual, sexual, um, the the impact itself has to do with how much meaning or what the meaning is to the person mm -hmm. that is being abused that is being abused mm -hmm. gotcha okay okay all right so that's a key piece of this mm -hmm. and the meaning that they assign to it interpret it um, makes a big difference in terms of the impact of it, how much it affects them. Correct. Okay. So here's the doo doo piece that, um, and I'm gonna, I'm saying it not just to stoke controversy, but because it makes a really important point. Okay. Years ago, there was a research article that came out that was talking about sexual abuse, and if I could paraphrase, essentially what it was saying was that sexual abuse affects people differently. 
Okay. Okay. The same kind of sexual sure. abuse mm-hmm. affects people differently. And sometimes it has relatively little effect. Sometimes it has a lot. Well, this got some traction in the media and the spin on it was, Oh, boy. oh these people are saying that sexual abuse is not a big deal. Wow. And that's not at all what they were saying. Right, it right, was not right. even close to what they were saying. Yeah. And so what got lost in this is what they're trying to say is that the interpretation of the meaning affects how someone right. is impacted by it or affected by it. The depth of that. Right. Yeah. And so someone could experience, for example, in their house, physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Let's say a kid. Mm-hmm. And the meaning that they assign to it is, well, we're all a bunch of hotheads and people smack each other when, you know, and it, it, it yeah. kind of isn't interpreted as this sort of thing that someone else might who who has a different family or a different temperament yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so if that makes sense, yeah. like it depends on, on wh- how a person interprets it. A- another person might have experience of physical abuse in their house. And the interpretation is the people that were supposed to keep me safe did not keep me safe. And in fact, hurt me. Yeah. Right. Right. And it might be, if you compare these two events, very similar. Mm-hmm. but they mean different things. Right, yeah. Do you follow that? Yes. And that in no way invalidates mm-hmm. the, the, that abuse occurred or that impact. And sometimes right. yeah. I find as a therapist, sometimes I realize a person has experienced abuse that they've interpreted in this way that they actually might need to step back and reflect on that actually was abuse. Mm-hmm. Right. That wasn't yeah. just how people and families are. Right. They, right. They have to, yep. And, and that's always a tricky point because if, if they've interpreted in a way that's helpful to them, quote, mm-hmm. helpful, yeah. and then you're stepping in and saying, let's look at it differently, you're risking opening up something mm-hmm. for yeah. that person. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this applies to all forms of abuse. Here's the last thing I'll say, and then we'll talk about emotional abuse in particular. Believe it or not, and again, this is, this is a broad statement. It's not individually true. It's more broadly true. Mm-hmm. If you look at if you look at neglect compared to abuse, oh, and you so we're let's say we have they're not the same. No, neglect is you're like irrelevant. I'm not paying attention to you. I'm not meeting your needs. I'm not yeah. there for you. Okay, uh, it's the kid that grew up with the absent parents. It, yeah. the, is that more of a passive yeah, kind? Like, would passive. it be viewed as a passive form of abuse yes. in that sense? It isn't seen the same as abuse, but okay. it is seen as a passive action that's like okay that causes harm this is like i've had experiences with kids that grew up where uh maybe as a single parent home and the mom would be gone Mm -hmm. you know for the the whole evening and they wouldn't know where they were right or they just were like the parent was just either because of their drinking or because of their own issues just unengaged unengaged and unable to give them what they so extreme forms of neglect and let's compare that to abuse. If you have a kid, by and large, again, this is a generalization, sure, who's experienced extreme neglect, and another kid who's experienced abuse, yeah, believe it or not, neglect is worse. Mm. Believe it or not, most of the time, huh. it wow. varies by the individual, sure. But what we know is this is a very counterintuitive thing, right? Yeah, we'd think, oh man, somebody getting hit. Yeah. That's way worse mm-hmm. than someone who's just being chronically neglected. Yeah. It's actually the opposite most of the time. Wow. So um, I'm going to huh. throw this out. Yeah. I know you guys 
aren't psychologists, but what's your, do you have, <laughs> yeah. a, do you have a guess? Let's well, assume that's true. Do you have a guess about why? I, well, I'm, I'm actually just thinking about that as you're talking about it. I wonder if it has something to do with um, seen and unseen, like, even though, like with neglect, it's not a physical necessarily mm-hmm. like abuse. It is in a sense that it's it's an action. It's an action. A, it's a thing that has happened or, uh, yes. or occurred. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But they're in. It's almost there. A person being visible, maybe in mm-hmm. that. Whereas mm-hmm. in physical abuse or, mm-hmm. um, well, you're seen. Um, not in the way that you would want, want to be, to be right? <laughs> right? But at least there's some kind of interaction or some kind of... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm thinking uh, this is... It's tricky, right? Mm-hmm. It is because um, I grew up trying to figure out how not to be seen. Mm-hmm. So um, that that adds to my... Well, maybe that is part of it. And and yeah, can I the meaning. Yeah, feel free. I'm I'm because it's kind of, you threw me. Yeah, on that. And again, let me. I know I've said this three times. I'm just going to keep saying it. Yeah. That I'm not saying this is true all the time right, for right, every right, person. Right. I'm just saying yeah, by and large, this is but, science. But Generally how, speaking, how we understand people, this is a right. Yeah. So, as far as in your situation, I'm going to speculate a little bit, and sure. then I'll tie it back to the bigger thing. Yeah. Um, you at least you were trying not to be seen by people that were present correct and were in your life that you may have been like i need to yeah it'd be better for me not right, to be seen to disengage yes. from mm-hmm. them and not be seen yeah but at least they were present yes so what happens is often in situations where there's abuse not always but often you've got people that are present they're caregivers and then they have moments where they yeah. do something way out of bounds and and right and hurtful well it's mm-hmm. angry the reason i didn't want to be seen by this in my dad was because mm-hmm. he was angry all right the time. and you right. want to avoid so, that yeah but at least he was you had a yeah. a, a base there yeah. yes whereas neglect is there's no there there mm-hmm. right and so what happens developmentally for kids is the way that we, we assume all these things about ourselves to be just true like the fact that we can uh feed ourselves and interact with people and yeah yeah. but all that's acquired right we did you didn't you know Mm. you didn't come out fully baked you you well rocky did but (laughs) he's he's the exception that's my that's my yeah yeah Yeah. 13 pound babies yeah yeah big boy yeah but that's the idea is yeah you so you receive things yeah from caregivers and from family and people close to you mm-hmm. that then allow you to have a base yeah. mm-hmm. both internally and externally. Yes. So you've been you've been receiving of these things and if you're in an abusive situation in the mix is abusive things that then at least there's a thing that you can get your head around that happened. Mm. Whereas in neglect oh, right. there's, there's nothing there's... to get your head around that happen because it's the thing that didn't happen right and then you're also experiencing this fundamental lack of yeah it's like a black hole right it's like there's no yeah it's 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 just this black hole internally because you haven't gotten the nurturance and the right it's it's like that 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 hasn't been fed yeah and so it hasn't grown it's atrophied so then you have a person that later goes through life and the the developmental stuff that they would need to 
engage with people well and have relationships and understand how to attach is just absent. Mm -hmm. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Is this an attachment? Does this yeah. speak to the attachment? It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's about the attachment piece. Yeah. So again, you know, that's not true all the time, but extreme, wow. extreme neglect mm -hmm. does a whammy on people. Right. And now, over a long period of time, then it gets worse. You potentially. Yeah. Because it sets you on a trajectory yeah. where you're having a series of, unfulfilling relationships or you or you're avoiding relationships or which just kind of perpetuate all mm -hmm. of this stuff gotcha. yeah it. yeah makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah. yeah yeah and so that for us on a common sense level we'd be like oh kid being hit that's yes. what, but this one over here who just kind of grew up you know neglected yeah. or an orphanage or whatever you know it's well, at least he didn't get hit right and what i'm saying is sometimes the yeah. the neglect is bigger worse. impact is the neglect yeah it doesn't discount the fact that abuse can be really horrific oh, yeah. on people yeah and and no. so the, if but you this it. but both of those things affect yeah spiritual parts of people absolutely in that they don't know how to relate to god mm -hmm. especially if I'm not especially both of those things. Like if we attach like, okay, authority figure, father figure, whatever, usually is somebody I engage who hurts me. Yeah. How do I now, how yeah. do I trust God with that, with him being in my life and not hurting me? And then neglect is, it feels like he just doesn't no care. One sees no mm -hmm. one sees, yeah. he doesn't even see me. So there's a, uh, that spiritual component plays itself out in in how people relate to God in mm. in a lot of ways. Absolutely, yeah. bingo. And, and you don't have to be Freud to figure this out. That it's like there is a through line between. <laughs> Thank God. You know, if you if you grow up with angry parent, angry dad, yeah, mm -hmm. then your view of God is affected yep. by that yeah. by and large. Yeah. If you grow up with absent, yeah, parent, absent dad, absent mom, even mm -hmm. then you can't help but yeah anticipate that God's really gonna desert you when you need him or is not there at all right or that yep. kind of thing yep. yeah well and it's interesting is i think about just yeah. conversations over the years or sitting with people um yeah. you know you're saying that yeah common sense wise we feel like somebody who's getting hit like that's more impactful than somebody who's just ignored or not mm -hmm. seen but as i think about the conversations yeah. and just mm -hmm. like absolutely on the back side of this the people who have been neglected yeah. I feel like tend to walk in and it's definitely some pretty intense challenge. Yeah. yeah. And here's why deep, that's deep hurts deep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's why this is also tricky is okay. because often that person doesn't validate themselves. Mm, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So someone who's been abused, they can say this thing happened to me. Right. And mm -hmm. it's clearly out of line and out of bounds. And then they can get their head around it and begin to process it. Mm -hmm. Someone who's just experienced chronic neglect, um, it's like, there's no there there. And so it's hard to kind of think, well, why should I be affected by that? Right. Like yeah. nothing, I, no one hit me. No one yeah. sexually abused me. No, you know, it, 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 so people who've experienced chronic neglect growing up are often very invalidating of their own experience. They know that they're affected by it, but it feels like it, it feels like they to, often to them, like they shouldn't be. Yeah. Not it, always, but often. Do you wow. find that the neglect piece is at all accompanied by belittlement or that's a different, yeah, like I verbally, mean, like... It can, it can and it cannot be. Like okay. a, a lot of times the more extreme neglect is just literally extreme neglect. Like it's not, mm -hmm. there's not even 
belittlement there. There's not wow. even, yeah. you know, it, there, there's just like, you are a non entity. Yeah. You're, you, you just don't matter. You, you don't, don't you do not matter. I don't, yeah. The clear message to the person. And again, going back to the meaning Oof. is I am, yeah, I that would be worse. Yeah. I am. I am. I don't exist. I don't have any yeah. meaning. I'm not, someone of and what that would do worth to, or value well, right and oftentimes too and that's a soul crusher. I, i'm just asking this as a question dave but I, I feel like when you hear about these extreme cases of neglect that there are oftentimes too the abuse is tied it's almost the only kind of scene they yes. are is yes. is being hurt in some form or mm-hmm. an active neglect like we're not feeding these kids we're locking them in a room and mm-hmm. you know is that yeah okay and often with the way you're describing here's the neglectful relationship punctuated with abuse Mm -hmm. is that and this again sounds very doesn't make sense logically but emotionally the experience for some people is that's when i knew that my dad or mom uh saw me or cared about me and so then the tendency is to replicate that in future relationships is to Mm. find people that become abusive to them and that feels like I'm seen and cared for in, and, and, and I know it doesn't, they've known. right. It's unhealthy and we yes. all know that, but that's, that's what feels like the presence of someone. Yeah. And if you, and if you don't know something should or can be different, mm-hmm. right. Then you, yeah. or you might even know that logically, but how that, yeah. Yeah. Your emotional experiences is this person's mad at me or they're lashing out at me. Mm-hmm. That means they care. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so you, you will in therapists who work with people who've experienced neglect or abuse will often relay those kinds of experiences of, you know, people who had that as a child repeat that as adults mm-hmm. and they will say those kinds of things. I, that's how I feel like I, that he cares. Yeah. yeah. She right. cares for me. So what yeah. do you, what is the, how do you treat that? Yeah. How do you, how do you lean into it in such a way that says, okay, these are kind of some of the therapies that we do for that mm-hmm. because that feels like, um yeah a lot it is a lot yeah so i i know we've talked about trauma before and so when oh, we're so talking we- about trauma and abuse we're talking not quite synonymously but very close mm-hmm. and it's worth talking about okay again. but um i will say if we go back in time let's say 25 30 years mm-hmm. okay back in the day um if someone experienced some significant abuse huh? um then we really didn't know a lot of what to do about it. Right. As mental health people. Yeah. I mean, you'd look at how people were treated back then and often, you know, it just now it's like, oh my gosh, people were just treated horribly. Yeah. Or they were failed therapy attempts that are all just like, yeah, we're going to dig at something and try and get insight and the insight by itself does nothing. And yeah, is all, in the last two decades, uh-huh. particularly in the last 15, 10 years or mm-hmm. so, yeah. we've had more of a golden age of, we know what works. Oh, and so that's the awesome. things that when we talk about trauma, we're, we're kind of putting abuse in that same bucket. The okay. things like trauma focused cognitive behavioral mm-hmm. therapy, right. cognitive processing therapy, EMDR, mm-hmm. uh, those things that we've already mentioned, we actually know those things tend to work. Now, nothing works for everybody all the time, but those things tend to work, which yeah. is great. So right. we know. Here's the thing that I, I will say. Um, there, there's still some conditions, for sure, in mental health that we get less traction on. 
Yeah. And one of those is what do you do about someone who's experienced chronic neglect? Mm. That's harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the same way that has greater impact, it's also harder because with the trauma, you can process the trauma. Right. You can begin to think, I felt like it was my fault. I felt like I was to blame because I was acting up or because I was drunk and being in this place or what fill in the blank. And now I'm getting my thoughts straight about it. And now the front part of my brain is able to talk to the back part of my brain right. about yep. what it really is and isn't. So there's a there there that you can get your hands right. around and get handles on. With neglect, it's just this kind of like bottomless pit of there's not a thing there that you can. It's like there's no starting there's point. There's no starting point. So you can talk about, yeah, my parents were neglectful of me. And yes, I didn't have. But that speaks to one part of it. But the part that it doesn't speak to that's really complicated is that they missed out on getting the the nurturing and the feeding yeah. and the filling up that now is sort of absent there. So it's almost like they have to be, and I'm not saying this in a technical sense, but almost like a reparenting thing. Yeah. There is a whole school in psychology that I think is a little far afield that yes. I don't want to get too much the, into. The okay. reborn thing. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's probably a little... Um, maybe another discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so I'm not really yeah. going that direction as much as I'm going more into the, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you've, you've almost got to begin to fill in mm-hmm. the holes and the spots. And we, we're not great at that yet. Okay. So yeah. I, I'll yeah. be honest in the case that he's talking about with, with emotional abuse, the things he's talking about have some elements of neglectfulness mm-hmm. and some elements of abuse. Right. And so what he's talking about being belittled, yeah. is verbal. clearly that's, that's a, a verbal abuse, abuse right yeah. if you're being routinely belittled in mm-hmm. a relationship yeah and and so he's talking about something that is abusive and then there's kind of within the relationship neglectful or mm-hmm. disregarding right mm. and depending on his own history that's going to hit at, at a different level right right and and what i want to say and what i did say to him in in um a text reply is that's every bit as real as as physical abuse yeah yeah you know that's not that 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 feels like well i wasn't hit that's not it's emotional abuse can be devastating for a person if they if they are in a relationship where they're truly being uh, abused and and just uh, hammered and trashed with um even verbal Mm -hmm. things or what we now, you know, the term now gaslighting, right. which may be a little overused, but that same idea made to, made to feel like you're to blame or that you're crazy yeah. or something like that. That that does a whammy on people. Sure. It's a big deal. Yeah. And sure. like you guys are already saying, then it begins to affect how you see God, how you relate yep. to God, how you relate to spiritual community and so on. And your own soul. I yeah. mean, it, it, you, you don't see your identity your as you should. Yeah. Your value. Well, with like when when you're dealing kind of you were talking about it's hard to find that starting point um when you're dealing with neglect dave is that uh is there like a a maybe it's a deep big arrested development or stunted development kind of piece there so funny tv show yeah yeah (laughs) yeah anyway but is is, is that is that kind of what's happening like they just yeah they're just unseen and they so they just don't develop some of those skills early on or or they're not nurtured in a way that yes okay but i want to elaborate because 
development is in different areas, right? right? Right. So you can develop physically, you can develop cognitively, you can develop emotionally and socially and so on. So mm-hmm. they're different domains of right. development. And this is what's sometimes tricky for people because sometimes you have people that have developed perfectly well physically. Mm-hmm. They've grown and they've gotten even stronger and so mm-hmm. on. And then you can also have people who've developed beautifully cognitively, meaning that they do well in school and they learn and they're great at their career and they're great at their job. And so from a, from a development standpoint, they've hit those marks, Yeah. but it might be in the emotional and or social areas where they have not grown. Okay. And so it, it's, mm-hmm. it's confusing because they look like a right. grown man or woman and they are super duper smart and they're very successful and they can do all the, mm-hmm. all the cognitive stuff. But when it comes to the emotional realm or the interpersonal realm, it's that they don't have things that they need. Mm-hmm. You know, think about like, how do you trust someone? Mm-hmm. We don't think of it as a skill, right. but it is a skill. Yeah. yeah it's... Right. We, we uh, trust is not just a thing that you have. Mm-hmm. You acquire the you ability. Learn it. I trust this person, don't trust this person. And we yeah. trust people about varying things and varying degrees. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a skill. Uh, what about the ability to tolerate um, difficult emotion? Mm-hmm. Think of what, what does, when, when you've got a child who gets overwhelmed emotionally because they don't have the capacity yeah. for it yeah. to, to manage it well, they just haven't learned that, a good parent helps set the limits on them while still being nurturing of Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And a less good parent is harsh and maybe even cruel or just not there. So that is a skill that some people just don't know how to do. And so, and I can give you like a dozen examples. These are things. So that's real helpful though. The point of it Mm -hmm. is development is, can be very uneven for a person. Mm -hmm. And on the surface, someone can be like highly successful and, very sharp and all that but underneath it because of these experiences they just don't have the capacity for it yeah right yeah 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 wow there's a (laughs) that's a that's a that's why you're very employed (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) yes because we all in some form or fashion in our home of origin yeah have i wouldn't say we've experienced neglect or abuse to the degree in which you're describing but we've all learned some element of life that isn't quite right mm-hmm. because there isn't a perfect home and there isn't that perfect environment. And, and oftentimes we just parent all the kids the same, mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, and there were four of us. So I grew up in a home where we all got parented the same. Right. And if that doesn't work for you, oh, well, that's just too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and, and you see it as adults, right? We, oh yeah. You see it in the, in the, in the four of us as we've gotten old, as we got older, oh, I see how that affected this one and how that affected that one in the same environment. That's why they grow up so different. Yeah, and they have different temperaments too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But to your point, yeah, it's like we all are affected by our family of origin, about our mm-hmm. social life with friends, about yeah. you name it. Like we're all affected by those things and it's mm-hmm. on a continuum. And right. so anyone can probably look back at their life and say, you know, there was a period of time where I was a bit of a latchkey kid and yeah. mm-hmm. I had to let myself in and then yeah. my parents didn't get home till six o'clock. And then we, had, but 
that might be very different than what we're talking about with neglect. You mm-hmm. might, you oh, know, right. You know, it, that's that's a that's us hinting at it, yeah. but it's not the same experience as someone right. that ha- has had very deep chronic neglect. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's on a continuum. It's not a binary like you're either were neglected or you weren't. Right. Or you're either you know it's it's very much like yeah. Um, degrees the degree to which this yeah. well actually and is it, to I'm, you. i would imagine and maybe this is kind of what you're talking about kev like the personality yeah. matters too right the right. person like yeah. some you know you may have received it differently than your brother and yeah you know something mm-hmm. else formed because of that or yeah. didn't form because of right. that so, he, that's right yeah personality he became, and temperament yeah. he became combative he stepped into the anger mm. i was like oh i'm stepping I'm out. out yeah mm-hmm. i will find a place to hide and it's it was partly my personality. It was also partly from just watching it play out. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I part of this too is as he was talking, I go back, you know, when I grew up, and I grew up in a paper mill town, blue collar town. Yeah. Uh, drugs were pretty prevalent, so was drinking, so was violence. Violence, all of that was yeah. part of the culture, and and it wasn't uncommon for me. To, a buddy would come into school, and he'd have a, you know, hey, what happened to your face? Oh, talk back to mom yeah. or something, <laughs> right? Or dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That was and the converse and the conversation ended there. Yeah, that oh. was just how it was handled. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and 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 it may or may not be that that kid perceived it as abuse or just like, well, yeah. that's what happens when you talk back. Right. And and that's what I mean. I'm not saying it's good right. or 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 not a, a bad thing. I'm more just the the interpretation of it, the meaning of it for yeah. that person right. may vary. And my that's, response to that, yeah. like, oh man, you need to learn how to be invisible. That's mm. that was. Because that's what I learned how you to learned do. You learned how to vanish. I, you, yeah. you need to learn how to not be there. And oh yeah. And then we would just move on. I mean, it was. That's it. I know that just sounds really weird to today's culture because a teacher would have saw that or done something mm-hmm. today, and in a school, and the parent would have been called, and the da 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 da. Where I grew up, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I know, and I'll, I can think of an example. I was in a church that was not a abusive or bad church per no, se, right? But I remember being in, I think it was like sixth grade Sunday school, yeah. And there was this Sunday school teacher, and if a kid was talking out of line, yeah, he would go over and shake them violently, <laughs> wow. like where their head is like snapping yeah. back and forth, and he would just shake them and throw them back in the chair, yeah. And nobody said a word, no, you know. And it's clearly crazy and abusive, yeah. But it's like in that context, that was a different right, wow. and we're not we're not at all minimizing that. No, yeah. but that's right. It's yeah. So my dad was really clear: mm-hmm. if if you get in trouble at school, you're going to get in trouble, trouble at home. home. Mm-hmm. And if if I got backhanded by a teacher at school, which I did, yeah, okay, admittedly, um, got hit by a few rulers, got hit. You know, I had a few chocks thrown at me. I got I had some notches in the principal's paddle, <laughs> right? For yeah, sure. right. Paddle. Yeah, and then he had a paddle, and then. Yeah. The worst part that I didn't bother me at all. Going home is what was like. Yep, me too. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, and what you're describing, if you think about how the human brain is wired, yeah. it's wired to seek threats or or pay attention to threats, right? Not seek them, but but to <laughs> right pay I would, attention I would, yeah. to them. Yep, and then pick a fight or flight response. Right. So your response oh, was a flight response. For sure. Your friend's response was a fight response. Right. And so that's in a nutshell. And I yeah. I have a friend that I can think of. His dad was a very authoritarian person and very kind of scary guy. Yeah. And he was 
the I got to please everyone and I'm going to do everything just right. And yeah. I'm always mm-hmm. going to do the perfect yeah. thing. And his brother was the I'm going to yep. buck up against you and you're yep. not going to mess with me. And yep. he got really, really big and yep. buff as, yep. a, as a teenager. Yep. Right. That's the same. It's the same song, different verse. Right. Yeah. It's a fight and a flight response. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you. You learn from your environment, and, and and I usually took the path path of least, least resistance. resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. You no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you and I were opposite. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. 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 But as you know us now, you would never. That's, yeah, you know, that's true. There's no sense of like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For I, sure. I don't anymore. I don't. I'm like. Eh. Yeah. And to kind of connect this back to the bigger question. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think this is all relevant, but the the bigger question is we just want to validate emotional abuse is abuse. Yeah. It is not, we're not minimizing it. We're not minimizing any forms of abuse. That's right. Um, And how a person's temperament is wired, how they interpret the thing. Right. Um, I, did I give you the example of the guy playing paintball did i no i, I don't think I so here. i don't remember real briefly it's not somebody from around here so i can i try not to use any client examples yeah. if they're anywhere <laughs> anywhere nearby yeah although this this uh who knows this who question knows? came from australia so we <laughs> yeah true it um but this is I, I, i'll change some of the facts here but when he was a kid he was like i don't know eight or ten years old he was playing paintball and enjoyed it loved it yeah had a great time and there was one time paintball where these older teenagers mm-hmm. circled him and he cowered down. He was on the ground and they just stood around him and shot him. Now it was in their mind. Cause he said they were all laughing and they were yeah. okay. It was horrifying for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrifying. And it set him on this path of being very anxious and very socially oh. uncomfortable and very sure. right. All the stuff. It, I mean, it was a traumatic experience for him, Yeah. but you can imagine a similar, another 10 year old kid who had the same thing happen where his older brothers push him down the ground and they sit, shoot him with paintballs and it yeah. stings, but they're just like, Oh, he's just being a jerk. Yeah. Or it's yeah. just, right. and he doesn't think it does it for this guy. This was a moment important Wow. Defining moment. Yeah. And for another guy, it was just like a thing that happened. Yeah. And that's the point we're also trying to make is sometimes the interpretation, the mm-hmm. the, the, the meaning, meaning of it. Yeah, that helps. Makes it makes a difference. It yeah. doesn't right. It it, it it we're not minimizing things. We're no. just saying yep. how it affects people has yep. to do with the meaning that they make of it. Right. 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 Yeah. And part of the also part of it is is that we kind of what gets normalized for you. Yeah. Mm. Right. All that to say this, I think we, <laughs> wow. <laughs> a lot of ground coverage. Yeah, yeah, we... And thank you, Dave. That was really That's helpful. All, yeah, insightful. So Thanks, Sam. Um, and I hope as we have these conversations, you get, you can hear yourself, you can see yourself, but also you can hear some resolution and some help can be provided. So you feel free to reach out to any of us, Sam at journeytn.com, Kevin at journeytn, and then we can connect you with Dave if we need to at Southeast Psych. But um, Lauren will be back with us on the next one. All right. And uh, we're out. Thank you for listening to Journey on My Mind, a podcast brought to you by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. If you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can email Kevin at kevin at journeytn.com or text us at 615-861-9503. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And join us as we continue to explore the intersection of science and faith.